Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker. My, oh my, what a difference a week makes. We have been through so much in the last several months and since the last time we spoke we're faced with another difficult situation and it led me to the idea that it takes a village It takes a village is a statement that we often make in terms of raising kids. But it also takes a village to grow into being good people, to being world citizens and it feels like that idea is needed more now than maybe ever before we have gone through and are still going through a worldwide pandemic a situation that is essentially out of all of our control and yet we have grappled for exactly that some sense of normalcy some sense of community some sense of control over our thoughts and our feelings and the world around us and We had to learn how to do things all over again. We learned the hard way that the status quo is no longer effective through the pandemic. We learned new ways to entertain ourselves and the kids in our lives from what we had where we were at, in most cases, at home. And hopefully, at this point, that has begun to feel more natural. And hopefully, that has been or become an enjoyable experience. But now we are faced with a new dilemma. And it's how we show up in the world and how we engage one another. That is something that we learn 
We are not born knowing how to treat one another, how to address one another, how to engage with one another. We can learn to do those things in ways that produce negative outcomes. We can learn to do those things in ways that produce positive outcomes. We can learn to do those things in ways that produce better outcomes for ourselves and those around us as a whole. And that's what I want to talk about today is this idea that it takes a village to make life better for all of us. It takes a village to make our education system work for everybody. And it means rebuilding our educational system in a way that is different than the way it's always been. The same goes for the way that we engage with one another. We have followed certain systems of rules for all of time, it feels like. And for all of time, we have continued to produce the same results, the same outcomes, the same experiences. And those experiences have produced different outcomes in different situations. And so I want to talk today about exposing the kids in our lives to experiences that allow them to see the world in different ways than maybe they've ever been able to see the world before. I talked about this in some of the groups that I run. I talked about this on my social media and I wanted to share it with you here. I challenged my followers to engage in a long-term project with me. In a long-term project for the month of June that I at first referred to as following the topic all about me. But then I said through this 
long-term project, I wanted to explore cultures of the world. But through doing those things, I want to encourage virtual travel. I want to encourage you to expose the kids in your life to different places, different cultures, different traditions, different foods, different forms of dance, different kinds of music, to expand their view of the world. To impart upon the kids in our lives that the whole world does not look like, act like, talk like, sing like, dance like, believe like, they might. Where they're at or where they're from. This can be done in a very childlike, fun-centered, curiosity-encouraging way. This doesn't have to be done in a way that is heavy and is intense and is done in a way that we adults might approach the bigger challenges that we face today. I want to encourage everyone who is listening to this right now to take a moment and look at the world through a child's eyes. Have experiences who are diff- who are familiar to people who are different from yourself in a way that allows you to experience something new and learn something new and try something new. I have talked about engaging in new experiences in many different contexts through the course of the many, many episodes of this podcast. And I personally love people. I love to meet new people. I love to learn from new people. I love to experience things that I have never experienced before through new new people because it allows me to feel connected to people who are different from myself. And it encourages me and inspires me to want to know more about them and what they've experienced and where they come from and how they do things and what makes them similar to me and much, much different from me. And when we can identify with the things that make us the same and make us different and realize that We may speak different languages, have different colors of skin, 
have different religious beliefs, or in my case, we might transport through the world differently, or we might take the world in differently. Myself being physically challenged, someone who might be blind, or someone who might be deaf, or someone who might be challenged in some other area of life. Have those experiences. Engage with those people. Experience the world through their eyes. These experiences and these ideas will help kids grow to be what I refer to as world citizens. And being able to connect to and identify with each other is needed more now than ever before. We, for months now, have struggled to learn and maintain friendships and connect on physical, mental, and emotional levels because we have been expected to be physically apart. But we overcame that. We figured out ways that could help us feel connected to each other from near and far. And so I want to encourage you to continue that. But I want you now to use those resources to learn new things and experience new things and do new things. I have talked about this recently, but I'll reiterate it again. Learn about a culture different from yours. Learn about a new and different geographical location from yours. So if you're from the United States, explore parts of Europe. And how are their food choices different? How is their system of government different? How do they think differently? How do they feel differently than us? Do they, diff- do they dress differently? Why might these things be? What influences those things? And for those of you who are listening to this and you have younger children, you can do this with younger children in a way that isn't way above their heads. You can show them different places on a map or on a globe. You can show them videos of different countries and how people speak different languages. And you would be amazed at the things, the ideas that young kids can grasp that Maybe we don't give kids credit enough 
for being able to wrap their heads around. The point is to expand our human horizons. Yes, in some ways, to get a little uncomfortable, to try foods that might smell different than we're used to or look different than we're used to or be a texture that we're a little afraid of. But learn the stories behind those foods and where they come from and dive into their history and compare and contrast the kinds of dishes that are eaten in different places and look at the food that you eat from where you're at and explore the influences of why we know those foods. Where do they originate from? How were they created? These are interesting stories that can help kids identify with different cultures and different regions of the world to realize through food that though we are all human, we all have individual individualities. We're all unique, but we're all equal and should all be treated with decency and respect and humanity. And all of the positive affirmations and attributes that we would want to be treated with. This sounds like a lot to process and a lot to take on, but through these lessons, we will begin to have important conversations and you'll notice the kids in your life becoming more aware of how they engage with other people, their peers, people that they don't know, people who they might encounter in a public place. Being someone who is physically challenged Over my lifetime, I have found that having conversations and building relationships from a place of learning from each other leaves a positive influence and a positive impact on other people's lives. I've talked before and feels like I reference again and again and again, that I used to teach in public classrooms before working with people in private settings and doing one-on-one tutoring work. And I had a lot of interesting interactions with both 
kids and with parents who were taken aback a little bit by their the idea that their child was going to have a teacher who had physical limitations. And it made some people very unsure. And some people were nonchalant, like, yeah, okay, so what? It's okay if the people who she was hired by didn't feel she could do the job, she wouldn't be here. And so we'll roll with the punches. The kids who made up the classes that I've taught over the years also had their own unique reactions. Some were made a little nervous about seeing someone in a wheelchair. They had never seen that before. In most cases, they didn't know what it was. They didn't know how it worked. So they asked a lot of questions. Some wanted to stand in a corner and just watch. I remember from when I was a kid and being out in public. <laughs> this story always made parents giggle. Um, but being a kid and being approached by other kids in public who would look, who again didn't know what it was, didn't understand how it worked didn't understand why I was different from them, why my legs didn't work the way that theirs did. I would tell this story <laughs> about, well, when I was a kid, I was a picky eater. And because I didn't eat my fruits and vegetables, my muscles didn't grow big and strong like yours have. And so as I got older, I had to rely on, and I would fill in the blank with using my crutches to get around or using my wheelchair to get around, which is what most kids saw me in when I was out in public was my wheelchair. And the look on their faces of, oh, really? It really is important to eat your fruits and vegetables. To learn that lesson from my perspective, I told that story with a little bit of humor, which always got the parents to chuckle or cover their mouth and like, oh my goodness, that's such a good lesson to teach. <laughs> it was that interaction that I would find out years later left an impression on the kids that I would come in contact with in public or the kids who were in my classes over the years as students. They never forgot the fact that they had a teacher who was in a wheelchair. And I've been told by parents that as the years went on, they would tell that story of what it was like to have a teacher who was in a wheelchair, who could keep up with them and who could do the things that they could do but would do them in very different ways. And the point is, it's all about a story. 
It's all about an experience. It's all about willing to step in and have experiences that make us feel unsure at first. Because that feeling of unsure opens up the opportunity to learn something new. And that's what I want to encourage you to do this week. I want to encourage you to have conversations and build relationships and engage in experiences that expose the kids in your life and yourselves to new cultures, to new ideas, to inclusion, to acts of kindness and compassion, and to encouraging people to be seen and heard. Because really, that is what we are all craving. Whether we are young children, whether we are teenagers, or whether we are grown adults, we are all craving and searching for ways to be seen and to be heard. And we can do that. We can do that by learning and engaging and exploring through play, through exploration, through engagement. And when we do those things and take those chances and participate in those experiences, we are building a village. We are building a village that will make life easier, can even make life better, more enriching. And I want that for all of us. So I want to thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you found this episode encouraging. I hope it inspires you to support the kids in your life to engage and explore these experiences and these ideas because we all need a village. We all need a village to be seen and heard and to feel seen and heard and to feel included because when we're all included, we work together to make the world a better place. And that is always something worth repeating. So thank you for listening this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you'll come back next week. And we will cover another fun learning and skill building topic that explores play, exploration, and engagement. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you soon.